0: It's The Real Estate Podcast, brought to you by Ray White, the largest real estate and property group in Australasia.
1: And welcome to another episode of The Real Estate Podcast. We're talking to Jane Slack-Smith from Your Property Success. Welcome to The Real Estate Podcast. Thanks, Craig. Thanks for having me. You've been training, teaching. How do you actually describe that, your property success? Because you're constantly talking to people about property.
0: Absolutely. Look, I remember as a mining engineer, I'd be on like a a mine site in the middle of central Queensland and we'd set the shot up and I'd be then telling shot firers about where to buy and how to buy property. So I've been doing this for over 20 years, probably not uh, legitimately under the guise of your property success. But You know, for me, it was around democratizing information, allowing people to have the right information to make active and strategic choices about where they buy and how they buy. And then, you know, as an explosives engineer, every single day, I was looking at risk, what's the consequence and likelihood of something going wrong. So I applied that to my investing. I helped my friends do the same. I've helped my clients do the same. And now a very big, larger community of of people that I educate.
1: And so with all this knowledge and training, you've also written a book called Your Property Success with Renovation. Two properties, one renovation, $1 million in the bank. Now, that sounds good to anybody listening, Jane.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. Well, I have to say it did take the publisher a year to convince me to write the book. And I was up like 6 a.m. every morning to 8 a.m. writing and then writing on the weekend. So it took me a year to write it. All the information that I had gathered from, you know, I read over 120 books and I had gone to all those two-hour free sessions on property and I just wanted to distill the, the gems that I had learnt and then applied. And for me, you know, if you get property investing done right you don't have to keep doing this this is not an active sport set yourself up with a couple of properties you know and I use renovation to create equity to pull the equity out to buy the next property and I think of you know my very first property that I bought back in 2001 and I share this story in the book it was $425,000 I only had 5% deposit so I bought that property I had $45,000 I spent $425,000 stamp duty got 25,000 of that and then I took a personal loan for $50,000 and 9 months later that property was worth $700,000 so I pulled out the equity and I did it again and did it again and did it again until I didn't need to do it we were good you know and and then I taught other people how to do it so I know how adding equity and taking a property to a higher and better use is so important, but so many people get it wrong. They look at a property that looks like it needs a renovation and they renovate it. They don't understand that you really have to be strategic about the renovation and understand the market dynamics. Does it have capacity to make money? Just because it needs a renovation doesn't mean you can make a profit from it. So looking at the market for The difference between the unrenovated and the renovated property, you know, have the capacity between those two numbers to fund the renovation, fund the holding costs, fund the buying costs and fund your profit. And if there's capacity there, then you start going into the detail. But renovation is a great strategy that I've used and so many of my students have used to really, you know, get from one property to the next.
1: I wonder, though, with these television shows, these Reno <laughs> shows, just how many people have lost some of the shirts off their back because they've watched it and they've thought, OK, you know, this this is simple. This is all I've got to do is just flick it over. How can I get it wrong? Because the market is going trending upwards. I, I can't lose. But mm-hmm. they can lose and they can lose quite big, can't they, when it comes to Renos that are flawed from the beginning?
0: Yeah. And look, it, it's, it's devastating. And I think the capital growth actually covers up a lot of mistakes and people have that kind of confidence that not necessarily is based on fact and I look at you know the shows about renovating and you know I look at you know they're selling at price points over two three million dollars and sometimes you need to be in that kind of price zone to make money with how much money they're spending and you know it's no accident that chapter 13 in my book is how flips flop So, you know, I know that a lot of people who go into property and think that they could maybe flip a few properties to make a bit of money, a lot of that ends in tears, unfortunately.
1: And it's also about negotiation skills. Not everybody is a great negotiator. Now, I'm not sure if you cover that in your book or not, but Mm. it is vitally important that you know how to, well, just, just communication. Not everybody is an effective communicator. And the more effective that you are when it comes down to articulating your vision, the more you will get on the rung of success.
0: Absolutely. And you nailed it, Craig. You know, we might go and negotiate with a real estate agent once every 10 years for our home. Now these agents, they're negotiating every single day with two to three different um, buyers. They have got incredible skills and kudos to them, but we're really at a disadvantage. And that's one of the reasons that I feel so strongly about understanding your negotiation tactics is rather than going in with, you know, did you want $500,000, here's my offer? It's like having an either or, did you want $500,000 and a 30 day settlement? Or did you want $510,000 and a 90-day settlement and, you know, I'll release the funds? You know, it's around the either or. It's just one little tip. But, you know, I have um, a lot of my clients now, you know, I introduce them to professional negotiators to go in and work on their behalf because at the end of the day, we are not negotiators who do this every single day and, and I'm all for bringing in the experts where they can actually add value.
1: And so you've worked with thousands of potential investors over the years. Tell me, is there any sort of characteristics that you see sort of coming through on a regular basis? That's a great question, Craig, because,
0: you know, I'm a, I'm a, I study success and it, it really um, intrigues me by how some people get it right and how some people get it wrong. And I've really tried to map this and get an understanding. And it really comes down to mindset and understanding that end vision and connecting to exactly what they want to achieve, but understanding the current reality of the resources they have as well. And there's something else. If you think of, let's just say, a graph with an X and Y axis, and on the X axis, we've got action, and on the Y axis, we've got education or wisdom, there's a lot of people who take lots and lots of action. You know, they're in NRAS and they're buying in the US and, you know, they're flipping in New Zealand and all of these things. You know, not a lot of education. Sometimes they just jump from one strategy to another and they're kind of gamblers. And then in the top left category, I've kind of got the the dreamers. They're doing one course after another. The they are so full of wisdom, but they don't really, you know, pull the lever and do anything there's not a lot of action and they're kind of like the dreamers bottom left we have the cynics they do nothing know nothing but often they're you know our family who really just want to protect us like you know don't go and borrow more than a million dollars and uh, as my dad told me once and I thought oh gosh I can't tell him I already owe a lot more than that and then you know they have the achievers and they're the people who take decisive action based on their knowledge that they've built up. So, you know, these are the people that really create mastery. And often what I find is their mindset is really connected to that end vision of what they're trying to achieve. And often it's not five properties, it's not $50,000 passive income, it's more time with the kids, something as simple as that. And, you know, I just see that uh, the successful investors have those characteristics in common.
1: And Jane, where can people find you?
0: Um, If you just go to janeslacksmith.com.au, all the information's there with all of my courses and all of my services and, and a lot of free information as well.
1: Hey, Jane, thank you so much for coming on to the Real Estate Podcast. No doubt we will talk again at some other point.
0: I look forward to it. Thanks, Craig. We connect you to the best real estate information across Australia, the Real Estate Podcast.